I'm Julie Podowitz, CEO and founder of Grow Your Occupancy. Our passion is helping senior living providers maximize sales efforts and increase revenue. Join me as I chat with industry leaders who share their tips and strategies, and we'll have some fun along the way. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Grow Your Occupancy podcast. I'm Julie Podowitz, CEO and founder. We have a lot of great things going on at Grow Your Occupancy. We have a masterclass for regional directors happening in Seattle in March. We have our new online course. So if you're interested in learning more, you can always jump on our website at growyouroccupancy.com. Today, really welcome, very excited to welcome two guests who are both digital experts or marketing experts in the digital space. They're going to tell you all of their secrets. And I know this is a topic that is really first and foremost on many of our minds. So let me introduce you to Scott Bell, who is a CEO of High Level Marketing and Anna Christina Reeves. She is a key account lead also at High Level Marketing. So welcome, Scott and Anna. Right. Thanks so much. We really appreciate you having us today. Yeah. Of Hi, course. Julie. Of course, of course, of course. Um, Anna has, I know, Scott, that you've, you've been in this business for your entire professional career. And Anna, you have many years experience and almost, uh, well, more than six in the senior living space. So you've right. got some, some great things to share with us. And yes, we are heading into the holiday season and wrapping up 2022. So I'm just going to jump right in here and ask you, what are some of your takeaways from 2022? Things that you've seen, your clients experience, or things you've learned that you can share with us? Yes. Um, so I think one of the, the biggest takeaways for 2022 is things are actually starting to normalize a bit more. Um, it was really hard looking at trends and things in 2020. Um, so we finally have a little bit more consistency with our seasonalities, um, comparing 2022 to 2021, and then looking back at kind of 2019, um, specifically in this space. But I would say one of the biggest takeaways from this year is just the growth, the growth that we've seen in the digital space. Um, there's a lot more competition online. There are, before we really had to focus on the aggregators, they were really dominant online. But now when you do a search, you see a lot more communities, a lot more, um, it's, just, it's just a lot more competitive. And like everything else, everything is more expensive, not just in general life, but online as well. Would you agree, Scott? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think our business in the digital marketing space, like so many other businesses out there, staffing was a, certainly a challenge in, in 2022 and shortages, competition in the job market, prices going up to, to Anna's point. Uh, we're starting to see a little bit of leveling off and some normalization. Uh, but she was referring to like online competition, which is you know how our brains think when we think about marketing. And you can see in Google Trends, relative to people going to search and looking for senior living communities, 2019 through 2020, 
even 2021, it was very volatile. You can kind of see those trends in relation to the COVID spikes. It's starting to level out a little bit more, but we're continuing to see a lot of online demand for senior living. I'm going to guess here, and you can tell me, uh, kind of course correct my thought, when, um, and, and during the pandemic, I was a CSO, so I was on the provider side, if you will, very actively involved in, in all of the components and trying to stay afloat, right, during COVID, but uh, the, what we experienced was a, was a reduction in uh, space, right, in, in, in any, in general market share, right, so it, in order to stay competitive, to your point, we had to increase the spend or be satisfied with a a, a smaller market share because more people were taking companies were taking those traditional dollars maybe for events and print and pushing them over to or, or redirecting them to digital which is in alignment with a lot of what's happening in, in conversations and between thought leaders at conferences so what i'm hearing you say is that that's it, it's more competitive right because people are seeing the value there that digital uh, but but kind of stabilizing but of normalization. Yeah, nor normalization of um, of you know potential resident um, interactions on online. Um, it was it was difficult the last few years. Again, you can kind of go back and see when COVID spikes happen. You'd see these big fluctuations in consumer behavior around finding a senior living computer. And in the marketing space, it's that makes it hard to predict what we can or can't do uh, for, for a client or a community that we serve with. Um, getting past some of that now, we, we do have some more predictability and search habits that happen online for senior living communities. Um, rates have stabilized a little bit, but there are more communities that are investing in digital. We think that's gonna continue in the years to come. So we do continue to expect kind of advertising cost increases related to, to digital marketing services. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about digital marketing services. I know for myself, so I'll only speak for myself, you know, and working in the whirlwind and there's just so much that takes our attention. Um, that there, there's a lot of a lot that falls under, right? That umbrella of digital services. And there, so there's, there's a lot out there. Um, and I was just curious, what advice would you give a company either just start leaning into that digital space or very you know, well-established in the space, but looking at prioritizing budgets, uh, time, bandwidth, wh what advice as far as priority in the digital space? We believe in foundation first, and the foundation is going to be your website. Um, there are a lot of different channels, digital channels, whether it's social, whether it's Google search. Um, there's different ways to drive traffic to your site, but the most important thing that you need to focus on, um, or first and foremost, would be your website. Um, that's your foundation. That's where all of it's going to, at the end of the day, lead to. And you really need to think about having a solid site that focuses on the user experience um, 
focuses on messaging and kind of making sure that you're answering the questions and providing the information that your visitors actually need. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's that's incredibly important. And I, I agree. Foundation first. So being in the marketing space and offering digital marketing services, we we intake a lot of potential customers um, that want to quickly increase lead volume. And the best way to do that in order, like just to completely get a bunch of leads coming in is oftentimes through, through paid ad campaigns. But we typically don't recommend that on the front end. It's let's take a step back. Let's make sure that you have a solid foundation because we could drive all the paid leads possible, but if they visit your website or along their kind of path or their journey, they visit your website and it's a poor experience, then you're going to miss out and you're not going to be able to maximize on those opportunities. So to Anna's point, it is foundation first and kind of building on that website content, then your SEO and organic strategy so that you can start ranking then it's how, are, how am I going to nurture leads? You know, what kind of content do I need? Do I need email drip campaigns to maximize those leads? And then it's in our, and this is just our, our philosophy, then it's paid. If you're going to put dollars into paid, make sure you're going to be able to maximize those with the foundation that you build. Mm -hmm. That makes really good sense. As you're talking, I'm thinking of this I'm on the sales side or you're putting the leads in the funnel and, and we work with, uh, you know, our clients and, and teams to, to help those prospects move through the funnel more successfully and at a greater rate. And this, it, it, we're, we're all in this position where we want something right now or we need to move in right now. Or we need more leads right now. And I completely get that. But if you're putting leads into the funnel with a broken or no fundamentals or, or infrastructure from a sales perspective, what, what is experience going to be? And even taking that funnel and putting a, putting a layer on top of that funnel, to your point, if you're driving more leads to the, your website and that experience isn't where it needs to be, what's it, you know, it, so to me, I'm hearing you say fundamentals, foundation, start with that great website and then go from, from there. Uh, with content and messaging, and then SEO. I've got a couple of drill down questions here because I'm I'm listening and taking notes. So uh, I, let's jump to the website just real quick. Based on uh, websites that you've seen, I know you've seen a lot, and specifically for websites to serve seniors, senior living communities, or providers, even home health. I know you've got clients um, in in several verticals in the, in that space. What do you tell me what you like and, and maybe some areas of opportunity? What advice would you give those who are looking at their website? So the first thing that I would look at is messaging. You want to make sure that you are thinking about what the end user is looking for and not what you want to say. You want to answer their questions. Um, you need to think about who your buyer is. Um, and making sure that you're tailoring that messaging to the different buyers. We know that there's the, the, the resident themselves, like that, that active adult, 55 plus, that they are looking to move, um, then what's important to them? And that messaging needs to focus 
on them. And then of course you also have that kind of adult child or the influencer, the family member that is looking for a loved one. So the messaging might be a little bit different, but at the end of the day, the messaging is most important answering their questions um, and thinking about their experience. Um, I've seen specifically in the senior living space, I've seen a variety of sites where some just have a lot of information about I'm a community and this is what I offer. And it just talks about all their amenities and we're great and come and schedule a tour. I've seen some sites where all they're like, just come and visit, come and visit, come and visit. And it could almost if you think about the state of mind that that the person that is visiting your site, the, the state of their emotion and things like that, are they, they're probably doing a lot of research um, depending on where they are in that funnel. So you probably wanna think about how they're processing things. They wanna know who you are, what you offer, um, what makes you different from someone else. And then of course, depending on that buyer, are they, are they thinking about pricing? Um, is it about amenities? Is it, you know, is it about level of care? But you want to kind of organize the information to enhance their user experience. And then as you add in um, call to actions, you know, whether it's downloading a brochure or scheduling a visit or connecting with um, with a you know a sales counselor. You, you want to be strategic and sensitive with how you put those up because I've seen some sites where it's just really aggressive, just schedule a tour, come visit us, come visit us. And, and some people might be turned off by that. So you, you want to kind of have a nice balance and think of the flow. Great advice. Great advice. Uh, in, you know, we only have a fresh set of eyes once. As and someone mentioned that to me, I'm, I'm sure it's it, I don't know why, but it was just like, yeah, you're right. And so we're, you know, as we as consultants can go into a community that first of eyes, you can look at a website the first time when you're in it, when you've helped and you've seen it develop and, you, and you're looking at your own site, it's like looking at your own child. You know, some of us are more objective than others, but we there is a filter there, right? We don't have a completely objective eye, so it's in, it's important to have that. Try to take the defensive defenses down, right, and be open to feedback that's presented very professionally and, and respectfully of of where there may be opportunities, right, so that you can continue enhancing the customer journey. I learned at um, Kella this year uh, that the, um, the, the research uh, that there is about that span of time that a customer, a typical senior living customer is researching even prior to doing anything is five weeks. That's a lot of time coming back to the site. A lot of, so if, if you don't have that, those content pieces and then information and reasons to engage, so what's happening five weeks before they even touch anything, or maybe they download a brochure and that's it. That's a, you know, that's a lot of time. So that that silent search, uh, yeah. it's really important to think about. Okay, so now I need to go back. Scott, you were saying the, the build that foundation and, and you, you mentioned lots of kind of technical terms like search words and SEO and paid and content and, and all of that. And yeah. um, could, can you uh, just break it down 
for us, especially, I think we all understand pay-per-click, a paid search, right? But what, what is SEO? Yeah, you're, you're right. So, so pay-per-click, PPC, I mean, you know, all of us in the industry, it's, it's uh, paid search or S, uh, SEM, search engine marketing, PPC, pay-per-click, you know, they're all interchangeable. Um, and it's all showing up on, you know, the search engine results page, whether that's Google or Bing or Yahoo. And it's basically what it, it is, what it is. You, you pay, you bid on that space, you bid on keywords and you pay for that click. The SEO, search engine optimization, is really what we do as digital marketers on your website. It also has to do with what we do with your business listings and Google business listing. Um, and it could also be some other off website stuff, but all of that in aggregate, uh, the, the value is to help you improve your rankings and your visibility in the organic section of Google. And the organic section of Google is really below the paid, the paid ads at the top. So organic, when we talk about organic and SEO, we're referring to you know, the map section at the top that's right underneath the ads, that's organic. And that is impacted and influenced with the strength of your website and the services or the products that you offer. It's also influenced by your reviews. Do you have a lot of reviews? Do you have frequent reviews, recent reviews, and are they four or five stars? That helps you move up the rankings in the map section. And then the section below it is the true organic section. And when we do SEO, we want our clients to be able to move up those rankings. And you do that through content on the website, building and architecting the website for success. And there's a lot of technical stuff that's done on the back end of the site to help influence that. But every step up in rankings means a higher click-through rate on that search engine, search engine results page. Uh, so I think that's what SEO is, and that's what we're trying to do. And SEO, as we've seen, it should be with a good strategy driving the best leads for the community that close at a high rate. So it's not just about, oh, I've got the biggest budget and I'm going to pay the most. So I'm always going to rank the highest. On the, on the SEO and the organic side, it's not. And that's why SEO can be hugely valuable and drive a significant ROI. If you're contracting with a good SEO or digital marketing agency that has a good strategy that moves you up the top, that investment usually stays relatively flat, but you'll continue to see rises in web traffic and leads. Paid, on the other hand, is a way to supplement and augment that. But if you want to get more leads from the paid section, you typically have to increase your budget. And those are the two distinctive properties of those um, aspects of page one of Google. And from my understanding, which is uh, I've learned so much from Anna and other providers, is that SEO is, is so much more than blog content, which is very important, is very important blog content, but SEO is, there's a broken links and all this stuff that behind the scenes that, I mean, I've seen reports that are 19 pages long and I don't, I don't know what any of it means, but you guys do and you fix it all, right? And, and make the site 
optimize the effectiveness. Is that a fair way to say, or the the effectiveness of the site or the output? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a very robust set of of things that we do that can be technical and non technical. Um, but the best way to think about about Google, because everybody, you know, and, and we do the same thing. We're we're critical of how they change their algorithm and and you know why did why did they change this? It's impacting rankings, and they change their algorithm, uh, you know, daily. So you're always trying to figure out exactly what Google wants to see on your website that influences moving up the rankings. But the best way to think about this. Is just like from a community standpoint, you want to display the content that they care about the most. That's what we have to do with, with Google. And Google is in the business of when someone is searching for something, giving them the most relevant information. So if you have a website that doesn't have great content, if you have a website that's really slow, uh, if you're a company that has no reviews or really bad reviews, you have to ask yourself, is this the content that Google is going to serve up at the top of the page? Probably not. So when we're doing our optimizations, we're thinking about it as Google is like a person. What do, what do they want to see knowing that their motivation is to serve up the best, most relevant content to a reputable company that they can for the person doing that searching? Makes great sense. Makes really great sense. And, you know, there's a lot of competition in, uh, in, in every business, right? In every business type and certainly a lot of competition when you're an operator, your community, local communities, we're competing for those same prospects to move to our community or user services. In the digital space, a lot of competition, I'm sure, you, you know, you experience in, in businesses outside of senior living, but um, I, I would, from my perspective, I would say that, um, and I want to ask you like what, let me ask you first, what in your opinion makes you, what, what's your differentiator and, and what would, what advice might you give someone who's looking to partner up with a digital marketing provider? Anna, do you want to take that or do you want me to take it? I'll let you take it. Okay. Uh, well, there are a few differentiators. One, I think, is, is our approach. Um, there are a lot of marketing companies and digital agencies that get opportunities, and those opportunities say, we need the most leads possible as quick as possible, and they're going to happily sell them something that may not generate results because they just want the new customer. Our approach is a little different. Um, you heard Anna talk about it, it's foundation first. We're willing to say no to a, a prospect or a potential client if they say they need leads fast, but they're not willing for us to do the deep dive to make sure that they have a strong foundation set up. It's not about the, the, a, a money grab. It's not about quick leads. It's about building an engine that can help communities stay filled more times than not and to hit those long-term goals. So I think that's one, that's just a philosophy that we've built in. Two is transparency. I mean, you, you hear it in the digital marketing space that it's it's just this big black box. You know, I'm paying them $3,000 a month and I don't know what the heck they're doing. 
Um, and that is not how, how we operate. We've actually built technology and software uh, that supports that, 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 that opening up the black box and transparency angle. For us, all of our clients get access to our technology where they can see in real time all the work that our team members are doing on their behalf. That's in the past, but it's also what is the HLM team and which team members are doing specific actions over the next 30 to 60 days on my behalf. And why is that important? Well, first off, you don't want to pay someone and not know what they're doing for you. So that's kind of in our mind table stakes, but it's also about alignment. If we're meeting with our clients and we're doing something that they're not aligned with or vice versa, we want to have that conversation. Uh, so transparency is our guarantee uh, as a company. And I think the, the other is expertise, not only on product and service delivery for digital, but industry expertise. Um, you know, if you're having to teach your agency about your, your business, um, then that's going to create a lot of friction. And it's going to take you a whole lot more time to ramp up uh, a successful campaign. Uh, so that's certainly, certainly a big one for us. Mm -hmm. Anna, anything to add there? I think something else that's really important is just the communication. And you said this word before, and I love it. It's a partnership. It's a digital partnership um, because while our team, we could have great, you know, experts you know, executing and, and taking these campaigns live, but there needs to be a communication between the community or the client, as well as the marketer to understand, you know, we have certain KPIs that we look at, um, certain metrics that would suggest, oh, this, you know, campaign is working, you know, very well. We may see that there's a really high, um, website traffic volume or really high click-through rate, or we may even see a high, um, you know, lead intake or inquiries, I'm sorry, but you need to have that communication to understand, are these quality? And, you know, you have, oh, well, we're getting tons of leads, but none of these leads are working. These are bad leads. Well, the only way we'll know if they're bad is if you tell us why, you know, are they out of market? Are they looking for services that you're not providing? Are they, um, you know, there's just a whole lot of different things. So there needs to be that communication to understand. We can say, this is what we see. We need to see what you're receiving on your end. And a lot of times that comes from the sales side, from the sales team members to communicate. So we can then go back and look at the campaigns and optimize them to make sure that they're working um, as best possible. So, yeah, that's that's a good point. That kind of brings up one other area of differentiation uh, that we talk to prospects and clients about, and it is our technology. So, we have a local market report technology that we can run really any senior living community through, and it scans the website it scans their top 20 competitor websites in their market and it stack ranks them based on a number of factors, the, how their website's built, um, their organic rankings, their online review profile, and that's built into our technology. It allows us to actually see a little bit under the hood of where we can make an impact, or in other words, what's the low hanging fruit for improving their rankings and their online foundation 
And the other thing that's built into our technology is like dashboards and reporting. Anna pointed out the disconnect that happens with the communication of leads and quality. Our technology has a real-time lead tracker. So our clients and our account management and customer success team can log in, see all community leads that are coming in for, for visits, um, and we can rank them good, bad, spam. And then you can start to see where your leads are coming from, which ads are producing the best quality leads. And it's just that kind of information to a dialogue and partnership that's so important. Okay, so a couple things. How if I'm if I'm not, if I'm interested in, in getting whatever you that what you just said done, mm -hmm. um, what what is it called again? Yeah, so it's called the local market report. Local market uh, we, report. There are a couple of ways that you could uh, get a, get that report. Uh, the first is a self service. You could actually go to our website. We have it on the website. So highlevelmarketing.com. And then when you click services on the navigation, it's the first option, local market report. And you can actually put in your URL. All you need is your URL, um, your zip code, um, as well as your city. Okay. Put that in, that it, it does a scan of your website and all of your competitors and shows you areas that you can prove, improve. If you want us to do it, you know, you could call us or just submit something through the website and we'll run a scan and send uh, that scan link to you as well. Okay. So there's, this is a complimentary service. It is, it is. It's, okay. it's a diagnosis tool that kind of shows you where you are and the gaps that may exist, but our team uses it too, to help develop uh, a strategy. Okay, great. And that's highlevelmarketing.com spelled out. That's correct. Awesome. Okay. I took those notes. And then I did want to uh, kind of circle around. I know we're running out of time, but Anna, you and I met several years ago and I, I was working uh, with um, a community that was in, in your local market. And that's how we ended up meeting. But uh, one of the things in our, in, in our first kind of discussion or sort of your discovery with me was you asked what um my what our move-in goals were and what the occupancy goals were and what I use the term magic number for how many are open to fill to 100 and you just jumped right on that and when we had our review calls you were you started with that right instead of oh, okay and we've generated 100 leads for you and this is what we've done it it was okay your magic number was X, and this was a lease up at the time. Remember that? So it was, we started mm -hmm. with zero move-ins, right? Because we started lease right. up. And so it was okay. And how many did you get? And, and you really were focused on that, uh, on what I focused on. And, and to me, that's, there, that's alignment, right? And that, that's uh, from a sales perspective. I know I've complimented you on this before, but that, I mean, from a sales perspective, you find out what the client is, what's important to the client and you and you speak to that. I mean, that that's great sales. So I have to give you kudos there and, and certainly customer service. So my experience has, has been uh, rock solid and it really is uh, relational and uh, communication. And I also, um, for anyone who works with anybody uh, digital, if you, if you, if you feel like your dollars are going into a black hole, uh, it is my lay layman's uh, advice. That would be where to 
start just, you know, to kind of like, wait a second, you know, ask for a dashboard, you know, ask for, you know, more, more transparency around, hey, I'm paying $1,000 a month for Google ads or pay-per-click and, and what is, what is that really getting me? So don't be afraid to ask and see if you, you know, get a dashboard. So definitely transparency. And like I said, we're running out of time. I could, I could pick your brain all day, but as we, one final question is we're heading into the new year, 2023. Can you talk about any, um, anything that we should know, any trends or any advice Yes, I would say the first thing to think about when you go into 2023 is mobile first. Make sure your site is mobile friendly. Um, we all typically look at things from our laptops, from our computers, but more and more people are actually doing their research and their experience on your site is actually happening on this device. So always review your website and the experience on your site through your phone. That would be my number one advice. Scott, what would you add? Yeah, piggybacking off of that, I think a lot of it, and Google has reflected this and how they're making changes for ranking factors, but user experience. What's the website user experience? Uh, mobile first uh, and, and desktop after that. User experience meaning um, you know, how are you appealing to the audience, uh, imagery, content, helpful content, um, you know, all of that is, is really a big emphasis. It has been in 2022. That's going to continue, uh, in 2023, a couple of things that, you know, are top of mind for me as well in terms of 2023, um, is a lot of our customers, a lot of senior living communities, Think about their website as a sales tool, uh, and it is a sales tool, but it's not just for potential residents. It's also for potential staff, and it's really important in an environment where there are staff shortages that could continue and be a persistent issue. Um, don't be afraid to also make your website a destination for those that may be considering a job shift or a community shift. Um, you know, the last the last thing that you want to do is um, to, to turn off a really good future employee uh, because your website's just not very good. And that's oftentimes the first place that they're going to going to land. Last is, is, you know, this is something that I think a persistent issue in the space is uh, use of CRM. Uh, I think there's going to be a continued shift towards more CRM usage in the space as marketing gets uh, more complex, I think, over time. Um, and nurturing and knowing your potential customer better is important. I think last year, the statistic I read, 2022, only, there's still 47% of communities that don't use a CRM. Um, so I'd like to see that continue to trend up because you can do some interesting things when you're capturing those leads and nurturing them and knowing exactly how those leads came in and if they became residents in the values. So I think that'll be a continued trend too. Great information. Scott Bell, CEO, and Anna Reeves, key accounts lead and all around great person. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Grow Your Occupancy podcast. I wish you both a very happy holiday season. I know between you, uh, respectfully in, in, in your uh, in your families, your separate families, there's a lot of kids. They're, they're, I don't know. I lost count on how many between 
the, the two families, how many there are, but I, I am sure there's lots of elves on shelves and, and all kinds of fun things going on. And uh, they're your, that make the holidays so, so special. So enjoy. Thank you again. Thank you. And thank you all for listening. If you want to learn more about what high level marketing does, please visit their website and there will be a link and some information uh, and along with uh, this podcast, wherever you are watching or listening. Thank you, Julie. Thank you.